welcome to the Rugged Edge Survival Guide, a Rugged Edge computing podcast by Premio, where it's all about the hardware I.O. Join us on our constant search into how embedded computing solutions are transforming the enterprise business landscape. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Rugged Edge Survival Guide, a Premio podcast coming at you live. I'm your host, again, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B, and thank you so much for joining us on another episode of the show. We appreciate you joining us live for some quality, rugged edge content. As we continue our conversations on the program today, make sure that you're heading to our website, premioinc.com. Again, premioinc.com. And make sure you're subscribing to the Rugged Edge Survival Guide on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So for today's episode of the show, we're exploring the recent growth of NVMEOF or NVMe over Fabric, a new version of non-volatile memory express storage protocol that over the last five years has really been working to bridge the gap between networks and existing NVMe, capitalizing on low latency data paths to create higher performance for stored media, NVMEs have become an indispensable part of the data storage ecosystem. So what we're wanting to do with our conversation today is better understand how the OverFabric's addition to NVMEs is further elevating this technology, what impact this is creating for commercial use cases, and how the data center industry is adapting its hardware to take advantage of NVMe OF. So here for insights, we're joined by Sean Chen. He's a solution architect at Premio. Sean, great to have you on. Welcome for the first time. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yeah, I always love chatting with the Premio team, and I'm glad we could bring someone new on today. So thank you again, Sean, for joining us and jumping into some hot water here with me today. We're going to have a great conversation. So let's go ahead and jump in. Uh, We've got a lot to cover. Uh, So I want to start by getting a recap of NVMEs for our audience in case they are unfamiliar with the concept or just need the refresher. So I broke them down slightly earlier, but does my assessment line up with how you would define them? What else should our audience know about NVMEs and their current use cases before we get deeper into the conversation? Absolutely. NVMe is the next generation storage communication language to replace the traditional SCSI protocol. SCSI has been around for almost 30 years, and it supports lots of different type of devices, systems, such as spinning disks, printers, or tape drivers. But, and it supports um, not optimized for today's high-speed memory eccentric storage technologies. To address this, MME has been purposely defined for talking to flash memory that is a bit different from um, the traditional spinning disks. For spinning disks, there are special command sets that were about how to efficiently change the spinning head, and things like that is no longer required with the advent of solid-state storage due to the nature how solid-state works. So MME is a streamlined protocol for talking to solid-state drive and flash memory with so latency and super high performance. So the first place you saw MME being used probably in the client or consumer space for a fast boot time or fast access to the applications such as gaming or um, playing high-resolution video, 4K, 8K. Um, using ME 
using MME inside of server, uh, typical usage will be a boot disk for a fast, fast response time or for a cache device for uh, application that require fast re-access and also low latency. Perfect. Thanks for that breakdown there, Sean. Um, could you also expand slightly for us on where NVMEs started to see uh, the most use once introduced to the industry? Where did it first start to hit its stride as a protocol uh, and why? Yeah, so um, MEM is great, but um, it has its own limitation. And it's great because it allows you to directly attach the storage to the CPU um, via the PCI bus, which means it's as close as it gets to a CPU, it makes much higher efficiency. But it has a problem that is it has to be connected locally directly to the server. As a result, you are limited to how many drives that you could put into a single chassis. And even you are using the external PCI enclosures that only give you probably uh, three to six feet. So um, the scalability is the main uh, issue on the MME and industry has been forced and pushed to uh, come up with a solution or protocol to connect capability and performance from the MME drive to a larger network. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that context there. Um, you know, I think uh, in many cases, NVMEs were seen as an improvement to existing SaaS and SATA protocols when they first hit the scene. But like you mentioned, they still have room for improvement. Uh, just to follow up slightly before we move on to our next point, um, where did NVMEs first really start to hit their stride in the industry? Uh, was there a specific use case that propelled them to relevance uh, when said protocol first hit the scene? Yeah, I would say as to address the, how the data um, being processed or transferred between um, the host, the, the application, and the CPU can handle. So um, the MME is to address um, uh, how the storage being communicated to the, um, the CPU, and the MME is a streamlined protocol uh, to take that and to eliminate the bottleneck uh, created by the, the traditional SCSI-based command. So now if we introduce NVMe OF over Fabrics, how does this compare to traditional NVMe protocol and how does it differ? Sure, um, the MEME over Fabric, also known as MEME OF and non-volatile memory express over Fabric. It's a protocol specification designed to connect host to storage across a network fabric using the MME protocol. The protocol is designed to enable data transfer between host computers to a target solid state storage device or subsystem over a network accomplished through MME message-based command. Data transfer can be transferred through methods such as Ethernet, fiber channel, or InfiniBand. MME-based device transfer data using the PCIe expansion slot, meaning there's no need for a dedicated hardware controller to route the network storage traffic. Using MME, a host-based PCIe SSD is able to transfer data more efficiently to a storage target or subsystem. One of the main 
distinction between MME and MME over fabric is the transport mapping mechanism for sending and receiving commands or responses. MME over fabric use a message-based model for communication between the host and the target storage device. On top of that, the local MME will map the command and response to a shared storage to the host over PCIe interface protocol. While it mirrors the performance characteristic of PCIe, what MME lacks is a native messaging layer to direct traffic between the remote host and the MME SSE in an array. MME over fabric is the industry response to developing a message, messaging layer to do just that. Now to add a little bit more context here, before NVMe over Fabrics was introduced in 2016, we saw a varied ecosystem still using traditional NVMe, uh, SAS, and SATA protocols, all trying to interface with this emerging flash-based SSD infrastructure at scale. Can you describe the dynamics of that infrastructure pre-NVMe OF for us? What sort of data storage and access challenges rose out of this varied protocol ecosystem? Break that down for us. Sure. Yeah, still has to do with how um, the transport MME performance over the network. And um, by what you just uh, mentioned, the hybrid using the MME SAS SETA protocol, it still relies on the um, the traditional iSCSI or FCOE protocol, uh, which were created to support uh, the traditional SCSI-based command. It's not optimized for high performance that offered by the flash-based memory storage. So MME is often using servers to connect flash drives to PCIe bus as direct attached storage, giving the servers a more efficient way to manage the flash Medium. However, the challenge with using MME in that way is a flash device is not accessible by any other system beyond the server that is attached to, potentially creating a situation where it is underutilized when other systems could be benefiting from the additional flash that is unused. So, expanding on this then, uh which of those challenges in that varied ecosystem was NVMe over Fabrics designed to fix in the first place? What was it trying to solve in that ecosystem? And why were these seen as the most important areas of improvement for NVMe OF to solve? Yeah, so NVMe over Fabrics to resolve um, the, the issue that um, uh, limiting the NVMe inside of the single chassis. So MME over fabric enables data transfers between a host computer and a target solid state storage device that still has unused flash storage available, which in turn maximize the system resource utilization and allocation. So um, you could run that so to enable you to expand those networks a bit further to put MME over fabric. So you are able to run that over the network. So the network running on top of that, probably the Rocky or FC MME. And on top of that is the MME certification define how MME traffic travels through the network, either with um, the Rocky or the fiber channel. 
that will what that gives you will allow you to very high throughput network connection to an external JBot or a storage appliance which has ME space um, storage available inside them, but you are able to connect them over the network to a longer reach. So that's um, what MME over fabric is designed to fix and benefiting the ecosystem through a shared MME storage over a network. You mentioned a couple of them just now in your answer, but NVMe over Fabric has developed a few sub-branches. We've got FC NVMe, we have NVMe over Rocky, NVMe over TCP, a lot of jargon there, but can you cut through that and define some of those sub-branches for us? How do they differ and what does this variety in sub-branches signal about some of the various opportunities to run NVMe protocol over Fabrics? Sure, sure. So, um, yes, there are three major approach for MME over Fabric. So the first thing, the FC um, Fabric Channel MME, and the MME over Rocky, and the um, third one, the MME, uh, MME over TCP. So uh, the, uh, the Fabric Channel, the FC MME, basically it encapsulates the MME commands within the Fabric Channel frames and route it through the Fabric Channel Fabric. This method does not require the the fiber channel switch change at all, meaning you can continue to use um, the existing fiber channel switch. Of course, that the firmware or driver change is required for um, the host HBA and the target storage. Um, the challenge of the fiber channel is outside of the enterprise, it isn't as popular as Ethernet-based use case, such as um, iSCSI. For MME over Rocky, uh, Rocky stands for RDMA over converged Ethernet. Basically, what it does is it, it encapsulates the MME commands within RDMA in Ethernet to route through the network. The MME over Rocky delivers lowest latency among the three, but it, it requires the lossless Ethernet fabric, which might require the Ethernet adapter upgrade. Also, um, the Rocky enable um, RNIC is required on a host. So uh, our MME over Rocky basically is essentially uh, requires implementing a new storage network that bumps up the performance if you have not have that deployed already. The trade-off is required um, probably um, a reconversion cost on that. Uh, the third one is MME over TCP. Basically, it runs on existing Ethernet infrastructure with no changes at all. MME over TCP is a good choice for organizations that wish to utilize their Ethernet infrastructure. This will give the developer the ability to migrate MME technology away from iSCSI. As an example, an organization that does not want to deal with any potential hassles, including in implementing MME over um, RDMA, like aforehand mentioned that it might require uh, um, uh, adapter update, something like that. So people can take advantage of the MME over fabric using TCP um, by utilizing the, the standard uh, Linux kernel. So let's expand the conversation a bit now and see how NVMe OF is being used in practice. So can you connect the dots for us 
What is pushing the business community to turn to NVMe over Fabric as a solution for both its data storage and data access needs? Sure. A primary reason for adapting um, MME over Fabric is to um, offer or to provide a low latency shared storage solution. If you have a all-flash array based on MME, but still connected to servers across a SCSI-based storage network, you are not you are potentially leaving a lot of performance or a flash storage on the table without fully utilizing it, and you are not you are not using your solid-state storage resource nearly as efficiently. If you want the performance of MEME-based or flash array to be delivered all the way to your applications, you need an MEME over fabric storage network established properly. For most organizations, the final transport choice will be driven by whatever technology or infrastructure has been deployed. All right, noted, noted. And I'm sure those use cases obviously differ per industry, uh, which we might get into here in a little bit. Um, but yeah. let's better understand how businesses are adapting their existing networks for this. Can you break down how you're seeing businesses prepare their networks as well as their data management operations for the sort of data acquisition scale that NVMe OF can create? Basically, how are they preparing for some of the positives that NVMe OF can bring to their operations? So when IT professionals um, considering switch to MME OF is largely a function of need and timing. The first step to MME for most organizations is an MME of flash rate with traditional networking connections to the storage network. While this system generates millions of IOPS, the reality is that there are very few workloads that require more than the performance that the system can Offer. So additionally, an MME over fabric storage target can be dynamically shared among workloads, providing an on-demand storage resource that provides additional benefits, including flexibility, agility, and greater resource efficiency. Business who operates workloads that demands on high performance and low latency should evaluate um, the advantages and disadvantages of shifting to an end-to-end MEMB over fabric implementation. Just like we mentioned um, just earlier, that it's it's a very it requires thorough um, planning and very careful in selecting all the infrastructure elements such as the host HBA, uh, the switch in fabric, and even the, the cabling that used to um, take a whole consideration and the end goal is to eliminate any performance bottleneck due to the um, existing deployed IT infrastructure. So then once we see NVMe OF deployed, what sort of domino effects are you seeing this protocol create for businesses? And if you don't mind, share some industry-specific use cases for us as well, just to ground that variety of um, opportunities and use cases across different industries. Sure. So MME over fabric delivers very high performance and very low latency 
which optimize your application and your environment uh, with reducing your um, operational expenditure. There are several use cases for MME over fabric. Um, one can easily imagine a storage system uh, compress a bunch of MME devices and using MME over fabric with either um, RDMA or fiber channel interface, making a complete end-to-end -end MME storage solution. And this system will provide extreme high performance while maintaining very low latency available offered by the MME over the network. Another implementation will be using um, MME over fabric to achieve the low latency while connected to a storage subsystem that's running legacy um, protocol or traditional protocol internally to handle I.O. to each of the SSD in the subsystem. This will gain the benefit of simplified the host software stack and lower latency over the network while taking advantage of existing storage system technology. Yeah, and I mean, like you said, uh, that variety is, I think, paramount to the benefits of NVMe OF. You know, the fact that it can be such a malleable protocol and one that can be implemented in different, but uh, you know, uh, equally as useful ways in various industries, I think, is going to show a lot of resilience for NVMe OF. Uh, so, you know, with that in mind, I guess. This is really signaling that NVMe OF isn't going anywhere. So how are other key players in the industry, from OEMs to vendors of this technology, adapting their operations and their tech to support NVMe OF? Where are they succeeding and where do you think they could do more? Yeah, so uh, there are a couple of the key players, um, like the typical um, Ethernet adapter vendors such as um, uh, Mafel, um, or Menodox, um, which is acquired by the NVIDIA. And there are key players uh, for Menodox uh, or NVIDIA. They have a full line of products supporting from their RDMA NIC and advanced switching um, devices such as uh, Spectrum SN2700. And they even have an MME over fabric controller uh, that integrates the, um, the Kinetic 6 um, 100 gig, 200 gig IP and PCI switches and SOC with an offload engine. Marvell, which is the other key players that offers fiber channel adapters can support uh, both the fiber channel protocol and also the new uh, FC MBME. It also offers Ethernet adapter um, supporting um, MME over TCP along with the offload capability. And on the OS side, um, nowadays, the most major Linux distros already include MME over TCP driver in their standard distribution, which enables um, business to adapt this MME over TCP by leveraging the existing uh, IT infrastructure. There are also um, a handful of the storage startups that um, um, focusing on the MME over fabric technology, such as the Library Lab, Accelerate, Infinidat, or uh, Vestata, or even chip maker Kyosia is working on uh, MME over TCP um, software uh, called Akuma Scale. And 
this all sh shows that uh, the ecosystem has been um, established pretty well and um, MME of a fabric is the future uh, that can um, share the Airbnb performance um, over the network. So um, a premium is positioned to help this um, OEM to succeed. And that startup that I mentioned earlier, we've been working with um, some of them for a POC demo, and we were uh, surprised to see the performance and um, the infrastructure they were able to deliver and support. All right. On that note, Sean, what I want to do is wrap up our conversation by giving you a chance to intersect Premio into this growth of NVMe OF and the broader supporting ecosystem of technologies. So where do Premio's products fit into this ecosystem of supporting NVMe OF protocols and uh, where are you seeing the most success? Sure. So um, the importance of a uh, old-fashioned rate to support NVMe over fabric protocol is the importance for the expansion capability. So our system um, is able to support um, internal uh, PCIe MME storage in the front. And in the back, we have the PCIe Gen 4 uh, by 16. Uh, depending on the system, this is for um, up to your 304 slot, giving you the ability to use the there are RDMA enable NIC or fiber channel adapters. And our system can support a different um, um, uh, MME phone factors ranging from this, the small one, the M.2, um, U.2, even U1.L. We all have system uh, ready to support it. And we do have a single ported system, um, dual ported system to support redundancy. And we do have uh, a one you can support up to 36 um, M.2. And we can support, all the system can support Gen 4 adapters. So this is something that we offer. And we are working on a Gen 4 system that would deliver even higher uh, performance uh, with uh, that can keep up the, um, the Gen 4 network card to deliver uh, even a uh, 200 gig, even more, more than that. So um, our specialties is to offer a balanced performance within uh, old-fashioned array while keeping uh, your uh, opex and your opex or uh, your uh, capex lower. So uh, yeah. So if you have any um, questions regarding how our uh, MEMB flash rate works. So uh, for, uh, just feel free to let me know. Then I will help to um, provide our um, suggestion or accommodation to help you uh, grow in the MME over fabric field. Perfect. And I lied a little bit. I've got one more question for you. But if we look okay. ahead <laughs> slightly uh, and you know, try to speculate a little bit as to how the future of these protocols will shape up, how do you see NVMe OF continuing to play a role in broader network infrastructure moving forward? And uh, how will Premio continue to play a part in that ecosystem? Yes. So um, as a, with the advent of the, the big data, with um, the massive information that has been generated 
And as you know, that um, the AI, the machine learning um, uh, application has been emerged quite a bit. And the MME over fabric um, with um, the help of um, the readiness of the NCP, uh, MME over TCP has really helped boost the MME over fabric adoption. And Premio in this um, ecosystem, we are aiming to continue to um, offer the um, MME-based storage to help keep up um, the work with this ecosystem and to help um, business or help organization to fully utilize the potential of the MME over fabric. All right. I think on that note, Sean, that does it for this live episode of the Rugged Edge Survival Guide. So thank you so much for your insights today, breaking down NVMe over fabrics for us, how this protocol compares to NVMe, traditional NVMe, and where it fits into network infrastructure uh, today and tomorrow. So again, thank you to Sean Chen, Solution Architect at Premio. My pressure. And Sean, again, if folks want to find out more about uh, you, about some of the research in this space, or if they want to learn about Premio's uh, support of the expansion of NVMEOF, how can they learn more and how can they get in touch? www.premioinc.com for more information or follow us on our um, social media for a more exciting um, live event through the WebEx or uh, online and feel free to uh, send me an email like at sean.chen at premiumink.com for any questions that you might have. Perfect. Sean Chen, thank you again for your time. It's been a pleasure. Likewise. And thank you everyone for watching this live episode of the Rugged Edge Survival Guide, a Premio podcast. Like Sean said, if you want to find out more about Premio, about Premio's solutions and services, or get some more Premio thought leadership, you can head to our website, premioinc.com. Again, premioinc.com. And subscribe to the Rugged Edge Survival Guide on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B, and we'll catch you next time.